Hey, so mine was a little worse last week, but this is up there, mate, for not plugging this is, the No, how is this on me? Bro, I, brought, I put it, I brought it here. And You're I the one that took it out. You put on the, all you have to do is plug this in there. You didn't do you it. Were the, you were behind the computer. I had my, I was taking out the notes, mate. The I'm, not taking, the I'm not taking full blame for this. Oh, I am giving you That's full blame. That's a wild blame I put the to mic put on me. I said, right, go ahead, set this up. I did it all You didn't say go ahead and set this up. It's a plug-in. You plug it in. Mate, when I put the microphone down and you are you starting even, the recording, you put the fucking you even wow. adjusted this. Yeah, because you I set it up again. Because I put it down, I unpacked because I don't live here. And I but it's you your mic. Plugged, I thought you'd plugged it in. What are you doing? <laughs> That's oh now this show sounds like a nuts. This is you trying to. Re- this is you trying to redeem yourself. How am I redeeming week. myself? I'm trying to put something on me. This is on you. 100%. I took responsibility for the last. I'm not taking responsibility. How is this my responsibility? You set up the mic. You literally set I, this thing up. I put it out again. Listen, and you listen, set this up, right? Listen, listen, I put it on the table, mm-hmm. and then I had other things in You're my backpack, what you like did. our notes and yes. our water bottle. Yeah. No, no, I did that later. Then I set those down. <laughs> then I looked through the notes and adjusted a couple things and figured, oh, in this time, he probably put the microphone in the computer. So. <laughs> And the cord was not on the desk. It was down there. So I adjusted it so that we can speak into it. And now here we are. We were speaking into a mic that wasn't plugged And we in. still are. All right. Interesting question. <laughs> this has gone way this is, fuck sideways. This is a lot. On today's Footy Corner, newly promoted Leeds give Liverpool a run for their money. Lampard's new look blues win despite Kepa the keeper making another meal of it. Boring, boring Tottenham sapped the life out of us again. Arteta's gunners fire on all cylinders. And Jeff Paris secretly has VVD on his fantasy team. Along with the typical comments, predictions, gambling corner, transfer corner, nonsense of the week, and fantasy corner. Next. We are back on the footy corner. Arine, how is everything going? Everything's going swell. Good. Um, Swell's a new one. Yeah, I know. Uh, kind of a uh, dodgy word. Can't. You know what? I'm kind of watching what I say now. Um, on Twitter, I was I got suspended <laughs> um, after the Bears game. I tweeted something at the Lions um, that got taken off shortly after. So, not going to say what it is because. I mean... Things are very PC these days. It is what it is. Wow, our mic is catching Yeah, should we just check it real quick? Check, right, check we'll the mic. right back. Mic check. We'll see if this... So it looks like the mic's fine. So, we're just going to roll. So we have a good mic. <laughs> it's just probably my laptop. Okay. Um, well. So we're going to try speaking a little softer? No, we can just... Let's speak normal. Okay. And yeah. just pray so that people's ears don't fall I got off. my first suspension on Twitter, which is bananas, considering my past with Twitter and what I've tweeted. I've had it since high school. You can tell people what you said. It was... The message they Bro, sent I don't, was hilarious. Yeah. Well, okay. So the Bears scored three touchdowns to beat the Lions this this past Sunday. Much less with Mitch Trubisky. With Mitch Trubisky. Trubisky had three, had three of the passing touchdowns. Right. Um, I was in hysteria, and I tweeted at the Lions, kill yourself. KYS is what you wrote. KYS. You didn't even, you didn't even yeah, say Yeah, I hit him with the LMAO yeah. and then the KYS. Um, log in an hour later, <laughs> I got suspended, and I had to delete the tweet. So uh, They guess, also told you if you needed counseling for yeah, 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 they thought being I needed, mentally disturbed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I guess I'll use this platform to say I apologize for my tweet. Um, Look at that. You're it was, growing. It was inconsiderate, and um, it was in the moment. You know, 
big bears win. <laughs> um, anyway, so uh, you know, all our teams are winning. It looks like mm-hmm. so I'm in good good mood. Good spirits. Um, School's going pretty good. A lot of that's already kind of stressful, but we're chilling. Uh, how's everything with you? Okay, things are easing right on the school front, but a lot like you, a lot of stuff going on, a lot of work. But man, having the Premier League back and NFL in one weekend, banana land. Also, awesome. Today, uh, I was driving on Lakeshore Drive, and the beaches are open. What? The beaches no. are open. Yeah. No. Yeah, no. Everyone's out and about. It's it's good vibes right now. Really, it's good vibes. Yeah. Should it be open though? You know what? The Big Ten is back. Look, look, look. I understand. Um, I don't know, man. I know I'm kind of changing my narrative on this, and you know, we could we could play the two party. I'm not not two party rule, but I'm not Republican or Democrat. But I'm just gonna say, you know what? Fuck it, man. At this point, just give me your own. <laughs> I'm over it, bro. Dude, when I was driving today, I looked at the beach was open. There were so many yachts were out. Like, people were jogging. Like, I saw people like my age, some nice-looking girls. I was – it was a good vibe. I know you hate that word. I'll try refraining from saying it. But, yeah, beaches are open. Things are starting to get back to normal. Weather is good. It's not too hot anymore. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. It's just a good mood all around. It's good – what is it? September 16th? It's a good time of the year. That's I'm very curious. Say. I don't mean to interrupt. What happens if we move that slider? <laughs> I'm, I'm curious about this noise thing. Well, what's going on? Can we move the slider to the left? What slider? This little, yeah, the little ball. No, no, this slider here. Yeah. Yeah, can we, all right. Is that going to affect it? Does that change anything? Um, or does that just make us, oh, no, it came back. All right, we're going to just try to do this episode as is, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I'm a little concerned it's going to sound banana lands, but. Um. Yeah, we can mess with the volume here and there. It's okay. okay. All right. Um, wow. Well, that's that's what. How's everything in your life, man? Enough about me. No, it's it's good. Like I said, everything was uh, back. Premier League, even though it wasn't gone for that long. The NFL, the Arsenal won. The well, I'll talk about that later. The Bears won. Yeah. My other soccer team, I want to lose, lost. Uh, ba- Chicago baseball is looking good. I, I'm happy with some some of the. We sports also had good pizza and, and wings. Yeah, that's oh, was, true. was it pizza? No, it was burgers. No, it was burgers. burgers. Yeah, I was like pizza. What is this? Yeah, yeah. Um, Saturday. Yeah, it was good. And um, I'm having surgery tomorrow, but I'm kind of excited about it. So it's for good reasons. For good reasons. Yeah. Okay. Well, shall um, we jump into? I'm the becoming a cyborg. That's true. Breaking. You're gonna you, when we go to the airports. He's the friend that you <laughs> have to. <laughs> not only. Hide. Well, not only is my last name going to be a red flag. I'm going to have a yeah, bad. You're going to be beeping when you go through the sensors. Yeah. All right. Uh, How, sh- a good fantasy football week for you. Uh, no. Uh, NFL. No. No. Fantasy you have everything. two teams. What did you go? 0-2? Fantasy everything was bad. 0-2. Yep. Oh, yeah. Fantasy everything was bad, but again, I'll trade it every weekend. If my football teams win, being both NFL and Premier League, and the enemy loses, I will take it every fucking weekend. I'm one of those real over fantasy guys. Are oh. you a real over fantasy guy? Um, It depends. If the Bears are trash... I'm a fantasy guy over NFL. I mean, it it's all depends on where the Bears are. If the Bears have a chance at winning it, then yeah, I'm Bears. I'll say this. I'm not as upset because I played – and those that play fantasy football of the other variety, I played – both my opponents had Devontae Adams. Uh, and this dude had a trillion R. points. P&Ps, yeah. Okay. And then uh, both of them also had Ridley of Atlanta. And I'm like, Ridley. okay, I mean, it's, it's over. That's yeah. it. It's done. What are you going to do? I think, it in. I think if there's one sport I will never root against my – I can't root against my team in is it's probably soccer, but there isn't really a thing like I that. I never root against my team, man. Come yeah, on. Yeah, I can't do that. I like literally can't do that with Liverpool, but – Yeah. Um, I yeah. can't do it with anything. I don't understand people that can. It's not good. 
Anyway. Well, it depends <laughs> how much you care about it. So We'll actually get to the Premier League part of the fantasy. Anyway, let's get to soccer on, talk. Which just... you forgot to sign up for. Steve, Steve, thoughts on Ryan not signing up? Dude, uh, I'm not in any fantasy leagues this year. Yeah. Where can people let us know their thoughts? At the footy corner, too. Actually, people were bu- there was buzzing uh, was bit, after yeah. the show, last show, the panel show. It was. It was electric. So. It was a top show. So let's let's kick it off. Yeah, let's, let's kick it off with, with the first game we're going to talk about. Oh, you're going to kick it off. And, yeah, I'm going to kick it off because it's my team. Okay. Um, I don't know if we should have started the show. I'm just thinking now with this game. Yeah, but you know what? It, was, it was game of the week, I would say. Would you agree with that? Yeah. Just because, well, it's two historic teams of the Premier League. And, you know, everyone was, was very curious to see how Vislo would, would bring leads in for the first time in I don't know how long, how many years, do you know? Nope. I mean, shit. I mean, we've only heard stories of them in the Premier League, so um, it's back to normal, I think. Uh, anyway. I don't know. Um, yeah, so I I was curious. You know, I didn't know what to think. I woke up just excited that I was going to see Mo Salah running down the wing. All that shit, right? I was like, we're back. Here we go. And Jack Harrison fucking woke right. me up. I'm going to stop this fairy tale the way that you're right. Should we? I mean, we got to yeah. score in the goal scores. My bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we scored the goals. So we had There's four, a lot of goals. We had 4-3 Liverpool for those that listen just to the score. I don't know who does. Yeah. Salah with the hat trick. Your boy. Two of them on, on pens. Nice finish on the other one. Van Dyke with the other goal uh, after making up for maybe an error. And as you were just saying, for Leeds, Harrison, Bamford, and Klitsch, their goal scorers. Uh, Liverpool have now won 35 straight Premier League games. When Mo Salah scores, I wanted to ask you, you know, is Mo Salah, are they going to need him to be in 18-19 form over last uh, year's form? No. And is he going in that direction? Um, he might be going in that direction. I don't think they, they need him to do that. I think Mane will pick it up. You know, I think he was still producing. I think offensively, no worries. There's absolutely no worries. Um, I know this. things did look better when we brought in Fabinho. A lot better, mm-hmm. should I say. So maybe it was scheme. But, you know, VVD made a, an error. Joe Gomez did not have a good game. And in my opinion, he's the only person that's kind of wishy-washy. Joel Matip can be wishy-washy sometimes. So I think Liverpool's one center back away from having a complete team. But we all know how hard that is to finance. Jeff Paris, who's spent fucking half of the oil money in the world for it, and they still can't get it. Am I right? Yeah. So that's that's a tough ask. But you know what? I'm happy with this result because how Leeds played is going to get Liverpool ready, wake that defense up. I mean, we know what that defense is capable of doing. So at the end of the day, it's three points. I think it's a lot tougher than, than a normal championship team getting promoted. Um, so I'm happy with the result. Good for Leeds for fucking showing some fight. I was getting tired of watching teams just stay back and counter against us. So, And look what it brought us probably game of the week. Um, I lived up to the hype and more. Well, I'm going to backtrack now. Before we get into leads here, are you ne- so what? Do, you're not concerned then about this? Uh, the defense, the defense has shipped in quite a few goals lately. Yeah, uh, you know they had three in this match. Mm-hmm. They've shipped three against Chelsea, even though you guys uh, won that match. Yeah, um, you know, amongst some other games that it was a little shaky, some errors that you yeah. don't see. So is there any concern, or do you think they'll sort it out? Well, there is concern. Do I think they'll be as good as last season defensively? Probably not. I mean, the longer you have a core the and a, and a system, teams start to figure out eventually. Maybe not fully, but you know, you're, you're going to give up probably more goals. This defense isn't aging. I mean, 
I know that they're capable of, of being a Premier League title defense. So, yeah, we gave up three goals, but maybe it was just how, how Jurgen Klopp came into the game and set up. And, yeah, it's first game jitters. I mean, not jitters, but, you know, it's the first game. I know it was a short off season, but, I mean, it was a tough play for VVD. Um, but, again, my only concern about the defense, you know, it's only one game. Can't jump the gun. Is, is just Joe Gomez. It's just finding that center back that could really pair with Van Dyke. Maybe I'm being too harsh, but I feel like that's what you have to when the standard is just titles. So right. that's 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 where I stand with that. I know I just kind of blabbered about Liverpool, but um, well, I thought I it was about that. So there's a lot. I think I think the game just brought up a lot of questions, and I think the doubters are will be, you know. I don't know. Jeff Paris will be loving it. Shout out Jeff yeah. Paris, who called the two one Leeds win. Uh, that did not happen. Almost did. Let's talk very briefly about Leeds, uh, yeah. or as I like to call them, Man Bun FC. Yeah, I, four or five. Yeah, there had to have at least been four. Yeah. I thought. So you're not a big man. I man hate man. that look. I mean, I'm so, not. Look, I, if you could pull it off. Yeah, I mean, listen, I'm not. I know you guys. Everyone's big on Leeds being in. If they're going to be Man Bun FC, I'm not in. I love their style of play, though, and, and we will say, you know, uh, they're the first promoted side to have scored three-plus away goals at a champion team after being promoted, as I said, promoted, uh, since Hull did it, of all people, Hull City in November of 08 against Manchester United, and they also lost 4-3. Uh, this Leeds team, let me ask you this real quick, and, and everyone's impressed. Everyone said great things about them, so I'm going to play devil's advocate for a Norwich second. Norwich City, yeah. Uh, yeah, Norwich City... After the first game against Liverpool last year, everyone thought, wow. I mean, they ended up losing, I think it was 4-1. Yeah. But up until, I think up until right. half, everyone's like, damn, that team looks so good. Yeah. They look great. And I shared with you earlier, you know, off air, my concern that a team that's promoted, they might be so exciting, but when those goals go dry, and I, I know it, they're not the same team as Norwich. They're better than Norwich. Yeah. Their attack is really good. Bielsa plays a high press, high intensity match. Are these gonna? Are these guys gonna have the energy to do it? A and B. If they keep defending like this, can they afford doing this stuff? Um, well, first of all, it's not. Let's not take away that they played one of the one of the oh, of best offenses in the world. Um, not only that, but there's a giant learning curve from the defense. You know, in the championship, in the Premier League, and you could see it. And they'll get used to it. it might take time, but a lot of the times when when Leeds would get the ball back in their own half. They would get the ball, and it seemed like their players thought they had more time than they did. Now, first of all, you're in the Premier League, so you're going to get pressured quicker. So they weren't anticipating that. On top of that, it's Jurgen Klopp's team. So they not only did they do it, they probably do it the best in the world. Um, that was a rude, rude awakening for them because that's how they lost the ball. They got the ball back and then got pressure and just booted it. Um, I think their defense will get better. You know they're going to face teams that you know aren't as good offensively, and as with time, they'll adapt to the pace of the play. Um, and you know, I think Beastless came out and said we're going to approach this game like we did every championship game. Obviously, he's probably going to adjust that moving forward. But um, I love it when a team does this because he's confident in his team. He, I think he really wanted to see what his team was made of, and Jesus Christ, I mean... Well, that's what they said about Daniel Farka last year at Norwich in well, the first no. two months. I'm not saying that he's saying... No, yeah, but I think the talent on Leeds is a little bit better than, than Norwich had last year, and they seem to just work better as a unit than, than just off of one game. But I feel like they kind of give a little bit of like the Sheffield um, 
as far as how they handled the, the transfers in and out. So, I mean, Rodrigo didn't even play. I mean, he did, but Maybe. it was at the very end. He's the reason they lost. <laughs> All right, I mean, debatably, but... They were one Rodrigo penalty away from actually getting a point at Anfield. Right, but I'm saying, like, you know, this was the same team, pretty much, that they won the championship with. I mean, it's not like they brought in a high-profile guy, right? Or started him, so... I don't and know. Actually, the people they brought in, if you noticed, the, the lesbian-looking lad, Koch or whatever, was awful. Okay, yeah, he did play and he was But he they was were terrible. missing their captain, I heard. Their captain, defensive captain, oh. wasn't there. So maybe this lad wouldn't play, but he stunk, the yeah. lesbian lad. All in all, though, I think Madbon FC is a uh, electric team to watch. And I can't wait till their next game. All right, we'll watch, we'll watch out for Madbon FC. And it FC. should be at Eland Road. So yeah, that'll be... Liverpool getting the, the three points on the late goal, so that helps... Good win. Leeds, good showing. Let's see if it keeps up. Uh, let's go to another match that it seems like people out there were not as impressed with the performance as the score. Brighton won Chelsea 3 with all their new weapons. The goal scores were familiar faces. Jorginho, your boy, or you call him Jorginho, sorry. Jorginho yeah. uh, scoring a pen. Shout out Brian Moore, who called him yeah. being the goal scorer. The only one out of all of us. Reese James and Kurt Zuma, their three goal scorers. I mean, man, if you called any of those outside of Jorginho that, that Brian did, that is uh, impressive. Um, you know, Chelsea, here's a good stat before we get into the other stuff. That's Chelsea's um, 42nd uh, Premier League away goal, the three that they scored since the start of last season. That's only second to Man City. So they're really good away from home. But let's highlight the negative here. Kepa Arita Balaga, your boy. Uh, has given up 19 goals from outside the box since joining in 2018, which is the most. And again, I think that one goal he gave up was very avoidable. Uh, is he going to be a concern going forward for Chelsea before we get to their outfield players? You know, I think he's their main concern at this at this moment just because we haven't seen Thiago Silva, so it would be naive of me to say, oh, their center backs are terrible, right? Because, you know, we haven't seen Thiago Silva there and how he's going to work with, I don't know, Christensen or Zuma. Or, I don't know who Lampard's going to match him up with, but... Um, yeah, I think Kepa's ass. I think he's... I mean, if I'm a defender for Chelsea, I'm a little upset. That's a clean sheet taken away. What do yeah. you think? Yeah, uh, and he yeah, he he didn't do well. But I do think also uh, Brighton had quite a few chances. I mean, Brighton attacked pretty well. They held the ball. I thought Brighton looked actually better than Chelsea late in the first half until Chelsea got it together. Again, you know, people need a layoff. People are really hard on Kai Havertz. A little bit of a rough... First game, it's a it's a tough introduction. Same with same with Warner in, in a sense. I mean, he played well, but he didn't get his goal. He won the penalty though, so so yeah. at least he had that. Whereas Kai Havertz had that one. I don't know if you remember that pass that literally went to no one. Yeah, and it yeah. went out of bounds. Yeah. So a lot of people are being hard on him. They're being hard on Lampard. I think this is a team you have to give time. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, three one. I, I don't think their performance was three one, but I mean they did enough to win. Three points early in the year, no matter how you get it, right now is is important. And um, I want to also say, I want to give a shout-out to Reese James. Not only did he score, I thought he played an outstanding, outstanding match at right back for, for Chelsea. Um, anything about Chelsea before I mention a very slight bit on Brighton here? Um, no, I think uh, you hit it right on the spot, especially with Reese James. In his interview, too, I think he has potential to be a real leader in that locker room moving forward. Um, also, let's. Look, I mean, I think it's important that we understand that this was a very rough Chelsea team we saw. They were without Thiago Silva, without Ben Chilwell, without Mateo Kovacic, without Hakim Ziyech. I mean, those are probably four starters, if not three. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I'd say it's still a really good result. 
um, for them. And I think Brighton is a little underrated and, are, you know, they, they can always give trouble. So what were you going to say about Brighton? I did want to mention when we said it's time about Brighton. Man, I watched that match. They looked pretty decent. Uh, Trossard had that nice goal. Uh, and I also thought that um, Lamptey, their right back, former Chelsea player, did you notice? He was everywhere on the pitch. He was very promising. Uh, I didn't pick Brighton to get relegated, but they're definitely going to be better than I had originally thought. Yeah. So uh, let's move on from that to uh, boring, boring Tottenham. 0-1 against Everton. Dominic Calvert-Lewin with the goal. Um, a lot of you that were maybe about to tune into NFL Sunday saw the goal just before it started, the NFL games. Um, I do want to say, though, James Rodriguez is the first Premier League debutant to create at least five chances in his first game since Alexis Sanchez for Arsenal in August of 2014. Uh, I want to ask you, what did you think of... They played Allen, Decore, and James. You rarely see three new signings get put straight into the team. Ancelotti deployed them. How did you think that worked out for Everton? It worked out great. I mean, I think there was still some chemistry that needs to be built, and all of these players are coming from different leagues except for Decore. Um, Rodriguez is trying to get working with Calvert, Lewin, and, and Rich Austin, but I think, wow, James, I think, surprised a lot of people. I know he's a high-profile pro- signing, but given his age, the leagues he's played in, you know, not much game time lately. I, I, I think he, he surprised a lot of people with his play. You could argue that he was man of the match. Yeah, I, uh, he played way better than I thought he would, and I knew he was really good. Yeah, and, um, you know, they, they're they going to be good, man. They fucking they got a squad and a half. Um, but I'm more concerned with, with Tottenham because I, I think Everton defensively did better than I thought. And there's no doubt in my mind with the manager that they got. I know I always say that, but especially with the attacking options they have, I mean, the goals are going to come for this team. Yeah. So that I'm not worried about. Obviously, like you said, they're all new. They all started, so it'll come. But shocking from Tottenham because Delhi played, Son played, Kane played, your boy Lucas Mora played, friend of the pod Pierre Emmerich Hoiberg played, Emil, whatever. I mean, I don't know, man. Doherty played. And they couldn't get a goal. Now, with these players, do you think this is really a Jose team? Do you think uh, he can work well with this team? They're a good team, but do you think these are the chess pieces that Jose needs to do good? To me, this is a team that got ran in the midfield. I didn't think their midfield was any good, and it was against a team that had all new players playing midfield, minus uh, Gomes, who literally had half of a leg one year ago yeah. today. Mm-hmm. Uh that midfield just to me stinks, and the reason is, uh, I you know I don't know. You'd think that having Son, they had Son out wide. I'm I'm, I'm assuming if I remember correctly, I mean he played a little interior on that, but something about their midfield they just they don't have a guy that controls the ball or that that wins. Hoyberg got a I yellow. Think- he didn't really do anything. Harry Winks. We all know how we feel about Harry Winks. Yeah. Uh, to me, that team is just not good enough, uh, and we're hearing rumblings, and I'll mention it in the transfer corner. But I don't see them getting any better, and I think a lot of it is down to the manager not not doing his job very well. After the match, he said, "I don't like the team." I, I mean, so that, like that. So that, it's like you pick the team. Mate. So that makes me think here. Do you think? I mean, they've they've gotten some signings. There's actually, I mean, it's probably going to be the transfer corner. There's the bail rumors. Yeah, but um, do you think with this team and and since Jose's been in the 
you know, at the manager, do you think Tottenham maybe isn't letting him get the players he wants? Do you think maybe this is the problem Potch maybe had run, run into? He was just a great manager and somehow made it work that Jose is not getting the team he wants. Maybe he's finally realizing that he came into a club where the funds aren't, aren't really there. And uh, he can't get the players he wants. Do you think that could be the problem here? But what does that tell you about that manager? That uh, Forget getting the players he wants. He doesn't have the money. But this was a Champions League team, Champions League final team, yeah. two years ago. And it's there aren't too many different players or pieces. Um, it's gone a little dry. I know that the team chemistry or whatever went dry. But he did get a few guys. And he did say he's looking at getting a few more. We'll have to see what they get. But... To me, that's a team. I'm I'm looking at. I'm watching the matches. Yeah. If Arsenal was playing Tottenham, I mean, I only say Arsenal because that's my favorite team. If they're playing any of these teams. I, I have like a sense of fear about this guy, about that guy. You should against Tottenham with King, but something about them just they don't scare me. You know, surprisingly, they don't scare me. surprisingly, this Tottenham team may seem so far off from bringing a really really good team, but I don't think so. I think you hit it on the hammer actually, or hit on the head, not hammer. <laughs> hit the hammer on the head. Hit the hammer on the head. Um, so I'm looking at this squad. For me, when when you have Jose Mourinho as your manager, you could put fucking sheep in the backfield and you'll give up like one goal max, right? So he fucking he's a defensive genius. Now I don't see that number ten that can really distribute. I don't think Deli Ali. That's I don't think that's his main thing. I think he's just best going up. If that makes sense. Same thing with Son. Same thing with Lucas Kane. I look at their bench. Burwine's a winger. Like they don't have a ten. They really don't. I don't know what the fuck Eric Lamella is good at. No offense. I don't know what Lamella is good at. He's not. He stinks. Like your boy's still in the club and Dombele and Condemba, but he's gone. But I'm. That's what I'm saying. Like they need. I, I think they're like maybe a ten away from really big. Because if you could do, like think about it, bro. Lucas, Delhi, Son, and Kane are up there. Just find someone that could sit behind them and distribute the wealth. I'm talking an Isco. I'm talking a Coutinho. There are a lot of guys out there that can pass the ball and can distribute. That I mean, I think that's what Jose needs in the squad. And you know what? Fucking just have one of Winks or Hoiberg play. You don't well, need both. Bro. This is just a team that doesn't have anyone that controls midfield. Or replace they Delhi because they're trying. To, I know. Stink. I know they're trying to pawn off Delhi to Real. So that's yeah. that. I mean, yeah. Well, and I'll talk about that in the transfer corner. We'll see more about Tottenham later. I, I don't have a good outcast for them or out. Forecast for them. Outcast. I did want to mention real quick. I mean, Everton, we haven't talked much about Everton. I think they deserve a little more praise um, than this top trash that we're looking at, uh, as we know. Uh, I was going to say Lucas Digne, again with an assist. He's had 12. Friend of the pod. He's had 12 since the start of the 18-19 season. Only two fullbacks have more assists than him in that time. You can probably name both of them. Um, Assists? Yeah. From Everton? No, just in general. He is third in the Premier League. There are two guys that have more than him. He has 12. Trent and Andy. Yeah, and they have 24 and 25. Yeah. Trent has 25. Robertson, 24. No. Uh, but uh, five of those have been to Calvert-Lewin, so he gets on well with Your him. boy. So Calvert-Lewin played well. Photoshop and, genius. Yeah, the, the abs. The last thing I want to mention, though, Leon Osman. Your boy. Yeah, yeah, remember Leon Osman? I think he's taking heavy drugs. He said, I'm pretty sure Everton are going to win the league. I just wanted to leave with that. That's pretty well. You know what? You never know. Yeah. But I don't think their defense is there. <laughs> so I'm going to say um, before we but, move on. No, but uh, what I'm going to end this with is if I mean Tottenham. I know it looked terrible, but like I said, they're one ten away from being dangerous, really dangerous, yeah. Premier, like uh, Champions League dangerous. So uh, that's that. Tottenham. Yes. All yeah. Right, we'll see. 
champ making it or in Champions League? No, top four. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, goodness me. Uh, they're not in it this year, are they? No. They stink. Good for so them. So back they're, to they're Europa. Doing, they're doing those Europa League quad. They're playing 12 so Div on Thursday. I mean, that's that kind of what I grew up on is Spurs in Europa League. So I guess it's we're back. back. We're I back to it. that. Back and, to normality. And I know I'm, my team's in it too, but I can still make fun of Spurs. And that brings me to Arsenal. I did wake up, if all you were wondering. And so did Steve. Shout out, Steve. We were texting. Uh, Fulham nil, Arsenal 3 Lacazette, Aubameyang, not surprising. The new signing, Gabriel, surprising that he scored. Garbalish, man. You, you call him Garbalish? <laughs> Gabriel Magalish. Uh, we actually mentioned him last podcast very briefly, and you didn't know who he was. Is it fair to say you know who he is now? I know who he is. A lot to prove. I mean, to be honest, I didn't watch the game. It was a little too early for me. I saw highlights. <laughs> I saw extended highlights, right, actually. right. Um, along with your analysis of the game. Yes. Um, I'm excited for you. I yeah. think, uh, I, I mean, I hope you guys fu- fucking find a decent center back. I mean, you guys have trial and error in so many. Um, <laughs> Haven't had many good ones. Yeah, but Lacazette getting on the board, I want to know what your opinion on that is. Actually, it's good you mentioned that, and you didn't even know this was a fact I had, but Alexander Lacazette is the first Premier League player to score the first Premier League goal of the season two times. Oh, wow. Do you remember when he did it the other time? Who was against? Yeah, was do you remember who the goal was Lester? against? Yeah, it was. It was the opening night against Leicester. And actually, that was his debut for Arsenal. He scored that goal in the fifth minute, this one in the ninth. So he's, he's I remember a that, scoring the first I remember because that was the first game of the Premier League as well. Well, yeah, that's what I, I was, was saying. He scored, he's yeah. the first Premier League player to, do oh, that, to yeah. score the first goal of the was, season. Because yeah. this was the first game, too. I was watching... Um, Oh, you guys have gotten that game then a decent amount. But, um, yeah, I, I didn't expect I remember it. watching that game in Fort Lauderdale. It was a nice goal, too, actually. Didn't so he score on nice the header? Goal. He just kind of stood there, like. He's just I mean, the crowd went bananas. Yeah, I remember that was a it was a, a ruckus ruckus um, Emirates that day. Yeah, not not a ruckus uh, crowd at Fulham at Craven Cottage for obvious reasons. And there's construction there apparently. That that too. Yeah. Um, but you asked me about Lacazette. How do I feel? Honestly, he's he's playing hard. He wants to be in the in the club, and unless an offer for forty plus million comes in for him. There's no reason to sell him this year. Uh, he's be- he's meshing well as a nine right now. He's under Arteta. He knows his role. He knows there are going to be games that Eddie and Ketia plays over him, and he's okay with that. I mean, he gets mad still, but he's not going to cause a ruckus. That, he gets that, mad still. That, that, well, you know what I mean? Like he he gets upset inside, but he's not going to cause a ruckus that throws the team off. Right. He's good I get for you. chemistry. He's a good guy. Um, I don't mind if they keep him, but then if you told me. You know, Juventus has come in with a forty million pound offer. I mean, then, and if you sell them, then you sell them to pick up those midfield pieces they still need. Uh, so with Arsenal, that's what I feel like. I think that it was nice to see Gabriel in defense play such a nice game. He, again, I know it's Fulham. Everyone, I know it's Fulham, but he defended so well. He defended on the ball well. He knew where to be. Minus that very first little bit that could have gone wrong, just a miscommunication, I think, between him and Leno. Uh, he he was great. He was really good, and he didn't even do what what people thought he was good at, and that's the distribution. He was playing safe passes. He was the anchor in the three-man back, and considering Rob Holding was with him and Tierney, who's more of an outside back, that, that was yeah, that was promising. Um, Saliba, I guess, is not ready yet, so we'll have to see how their, how their uh, central defenders hold up against better opposition. I thought Fulham played well in the first 10, 15 minutes. And then they were pretty much a dead club after it. They disappointed me. I expected more out of Scott Parker's side. Did you see anything in the um, extended highlights that gave you any 
ounce of hope that Fulham can stay up? Uh, not really. Yeah. No. Um, but then again, just maybe it was Arsenal just playing good. Um, they seemed like they were really on it. Um, I am worried about Fulham. I do want them to stay up, but this team, I, I felt more confident about the last team that was up, and you know what happened to them. So um, I guess we'll see, but maybe Scott Parker will, will adapt pretty quickly. I mean, look, he's a guy that's played in this league. He's a veteran, so um, it'll be interesting to see how, how Fulham pans out. Um, what do you think? Do you think early on? <laughs> I hope. I hope they will pan out because I'm a big fan of I, I like them. I've, yeah. I've I've enjoyed rooting, kind of not for them, but like yeah. I, I rooted for them to do well ever since Clint Dempsey played for them back in the day. Yeah. So they're one of those teams that I always thought, ah, you know, that'd be great if they, they did well. And I thought, I like their stadium. But this team, again, I, I understand, yeah, Arsenal did play well, but usually a team that plays Arsenal will put up a decent fight. And I just, I never felt uncomfortable after Arsenal went up one nothing. It was, I felt like they cruised. And, and usually teams... And we can say Arsenal has improved, but to me, they're still a. If they've improved from eighth, they're still a fifth or sixth at best place team. And Fulham at home, I thought needed to do better than that. I hope they improve. We'll see. Yeah, you know, but, but I still think they're going to be a relegation team. Yeah. When it all comes, I think down this to time it. they're taking the chemistry approach because I don't think they signed anyone too big except for Ariola, who did not play this game. Correct. Um, but like I said, you go on their list; they don't seem like a very individually talented team so maybe they're just kind of banking on chemistry this year because i, I don't I mean i don't know what, how you feel but I, everyone in their starting 11 just kind of seems like championship players they played here's the thing they played well for the first 15 minutes they had good chemistry i think as soon as they gave up that goal some their heads went down a bit but i guess we'll have to see some of those teams can do well so look at sheffield uh, yeah, but I, you know i look at their team though but not many not many players with premier league experience right um I don't know. I mean, the last guy I remember, I think Kearney was the only one really still, and Tim Ream were on the and last. And let's not forget, Alexander Mitrovic didn't come on until they gave yeah. up three goals. So let's see what happens. I think yeah, they, those are the three guys. But, but yeah, I'm also excited to see Ariola in the Premier League. I think he was a high you profile. Like, you like seeing nipples? Yes, big nipple guy. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think you know that's a high profile goalkeeper in the world. Yeah, uh, a couple of Europa leagues uh, under his belt. One with your boy Unai. Um, so Fun. yeah. Yeah, so we'll see what happens there. Uh, before we log out of that match, we didn't mention him. Shout out William. Very good first Arsenal game from head. Two assists. People argued he had three, but it counts as two. As of right now, Ballerine, do you start him or no? Yeah. He's, okay. He's playing well. He's playing well. As much as I slagged him the last episode or whatever, he's yeah, playing you're well. You're not big on the well. vegan models. No, I'm not. I'm not. Need some meat in that. Yeah. Right. Uh, for, the, for the rest of the match, let's just round him out. We'll make some comments on those uh, briefly. Palace 1, Southampton 0, Zaha the only goal there. West Ham 0, Newcastle 2, Cal- the new boys, Callum Wilson and Jeff Hendrick, the goal scorers. Your boy Callum. There you go, top lad. West Brom 0, Leicester 3, new guy Castagne that they got from Atalanta with one goal, and Jamie Vardy scoring two pens. And then Nuno Espirito Santo and his Wolves, 2 0 winners over Sheffield after Raul and Roman Seis scored in the first six minutes. boy Roman Seis. Yeah, scored in the first six minutes of the match. So that match was over after six minutes. Yeah. Um, I wanted to mention a note yeah. out of these games. I'll start really uh, just brief because the game wasn't that exciting. It was kind of boring, actually. But um, it was a Leicester win. Leicester, we, you know, we make fun of Manchester United, Penchester United. Leicester have won 45 penalties, which is the second most since they were promoted. Oh, wow. 14 15. Only Manchester City have won more. 
at 48. So Vardy scoring both his goals on pens. He's becoming a pen merchant, I think. But uh, anything there that you just a brief mention on Lester West Brom or just blah? Uh, giant blah. Okay. <laughs> That's what I thought. Um, anything you want? I, I want to see anything you want to mention about those matches. Those matches, uh, I think you called it very well. Newcastle looked good against West Ham. I don't think West Ham looked as bad as people thought they would be. But I think Newcastle um, really impressed. Yeah. Palace also with a big win. We both want considerable money wrong. on Newcastle. If I want to, if I want to butt in for a quick second, at plus two ninety. Yeah, Steve got him at plus three hundred. We'll mention that later. But uh, yeah, you were saying what about Palace? Um, I, I think one nothing win is a good win. Yeah, um, and Zaha got on the board. So yeah, that's that. Uh, that's really the main thing. So okay, I don't know. There's a lot of still a lot of question marks out there. So yeah, I did want to put a mention in that. While Wolves' win is impressive, I thought Sheffield looked a shadow of themselves last season. I didn't think they looked very good. They never looked dangerous. Wolves cruised. And I, and I, I get it. Wolves is good. They're a good team. Yeah. But Sheffield was at home, and I know they feed off the fans, but this could be troublesome, as some of us mentioned in the pod. It's funny. These matches just hammered home exactly everything we mentioned on surprising teams and disappointing teams. Yeah. The panel did really well, along with you know, I guess we're part of the panel. I think the panel did very well. Yeah. In calling some things this week. Uh, and I'll transition that to, well, I guess I have one more point. This is the first weekend that all three promoted sides have lost in in the first week since 2013-14 when Palace, Hull, and Cardiff all lost their first games. How many of those teams do you think got relegated? Palace, Cardiff, and who? Hull. Two. Only one. So there is hope Cardiff? for Leeds. Yeah. There is hope for Leeds, Fulham, and West Brom that even though they all lost – only one of those teams got relegated. It was Cardiff. Hall got 16th, and Palace had 11th. I have a, hey, I have a question. Yeah. Um, so let's do a Mount Rushmore, but let's do it off the dome. Let's not preamble this. Well, later or now? Later. Okay. So I like the sodas idea. Oh, well, we could save it for another show, mate, when we have a guest. Sodas? Yeah, we'll, sh- we'll save it, lad. We'll save it for the – trust me. me. A lot of good, there are a lot of good ones out there. Right. We've got to do it with a guest. Okay. All not right. really, though. Well, we could do it. Well, let's do it next okay. time. There's a lot of stuff to cover this week. We'll, we'll, uh, All right, yeah. We'll do it because it's a good one. So, no, by the way, guys, I know I'm sorry to disappoint you. Are you sure? No you Mount Rushmore Mount this Rushmore? week. We could think of one right now. No, no Mount Rushmore this week. Uh, we'll bring House it back pets. next week. There was a lot of stuff that happened. We'll bring it back next, next week. Pets. I promise, guys, we'll bring it back next week. All right. And we might have a guest, too, and it'll be even more fun. Okay. So, uh, let's go to the week one scores. Again, going off everyone doing well, you led the way, so you're – didn't you win last year? I always win. Well, he's yawning. Uh, 19. For me, I had to wake up early today, Glenn. Yeah. You had 19 points. I had 17. Steve came in third with 14. And both Jeff and Brian had 13. They're the co-cabooses. Well, actually, they're not because Nikhil is a blank. But Nikhil said he's back. We'll mention I see. Later. So I see a string of zeros here. What did everyone get wrong? Um, the second match. Southampton. New, um, and Crystal Palace. Everyone got that wrong. Yes, everyone got it wrong. No one picked Crystal Palace. You got a four pointer. Yeah, that was the Newcastle win. Nice job, lad. And you had the because Callum Wilson scored and they won two nil. And your four pointer was on the Monday game. Wolves two nothing winners over. Sheffield. And in our text conversation, I called the Chelsea score right, but I didn't. I guess I didn't say it. You didn't say it on the pod. pod. Yeah, I went back, but still, all very good scores. Yeah, Lowe's yeah. is thirteen, Heist is nineteen. It's a wide open race. With that said, let's make our week two predictions again. Uh, I'm I, not think Nikhil, I think Nikhil. I think Nikhil put predictions in though. No, he did not. 
but he will this week. I swear he, he tweeted at he us. He put predictions, uh, and I'll get to those in the comments. Yeah. I covered it. Don't worry. Um, he put predictions on what's going to happen in the league. But but what's more important is Nikhil, back. Nikhil is back. Yeah, and I'll mention that in the comments. So N- Nikhil is safe yeah, um, he's in alive. San Francisco, I think. Yes, he's alive. Um, him and him and the bo- big big man Elon are doing well for themselves, hopefully. So, so maybe we'll get him back on the pod. I will say I'm not too worried about Steve or Brian sending in picks. We're going to need uh, – we're going to need um, – uh, hopefully this week, Nikhil. I know you're you're back and you'll do it. And um, Jeff, I'm really concerned because we don't have Jeff with us right now. But Jeff, please, you know, do what you did last week. Remember, you're guessing the score and the goal score. Yeah, and that's what we're gonna do right now. So let's go to our week two predictions. Do you have your your stuff up? Yeah, I'm yeah. free balling this one. I, it worked free well for me. Well, dude, last time I did it, I got 19. That's true. So we're right. we're gonna keep it up. Don't uh, broke what's what's uh, don't fix what's not broke. Okay. Um, wait, don't. Okay. So week two predictions. It's the early Saturday game. I don't know if I'll wake up 6:30 again, but we'll see. But it's our boys. It is Everton. I have Everton three, West Brom nil, and my goal scorer is Calvert Lewin. I have uh, Everton two, West Brom nil. And I'm feeling cheeky with Richarlison. Okay. Wait, are you gonna um, write? Are you gonna write these down, or am I gonna have to listen again like I did last time? I wrote them down last time. You could have had me sent them. Oh, that's fine. No, I mean because the panel did it, so it was easy to score. Because I just oh. well, I'll listen. I mean, I wrote them down last time. Le- uh, I'll just listen. It's fine. It, I got to listen to the pod. Are you sure? So yeah, I shouldn't write it down. Don't worry about it. I got it. All right. But whatever you say is final, mate. Yeah. Okay. Leeds hosting Fulham. I know you're excited for this, and I think you have a similar score, I'm guessing. I got Leeds 3, Fulham 1, Jack Harrison. Leeds 2, Fulham 0. And, um, damn, you know what? I want to pick their strikers, but I don't know. Bamford impressed last last time out. I just don't know who's going to play out of them. Who's that one guy that plays for England on their team? Calvin Phillips? Or I, like, Calvin? I like Calvin Phillips. Is it Phillips? Captain Phillips. But he's a defensive midfielder, isn't it? All right. He's the one in the four one four one, but the back one. Who takes their pens, mate? Uh, see that you should know. You're a Leeds guy. I'm not a Leeds guy. I went with Jack Harris because Jack Harrison because he's a f- former draft pick of the Chicago Fire. All right. Well, I'll just go out on a limb here, and you know what? I'll say Patrick Bamford. I think they're going to stick. So with you him. got two nothing Bamford. All right. Yeah. United playing their first match of the season against Crystal Palace. I got two nothing United. Mason Greenwood against Palace. Oh. Is it where, where's the game at? United? Um, I'm not sure. I didn't write that down. Okay, yeah, I'll I go. Sent it to you though. Yeah. Um, I, I like a I like a cheeky. I don't know if Greenwood's playing, is he? Because he's got mean? a quarantine. What? Well, I picked him to score. They're home. Two nil and Tony. I'm okay. going two nils all across the board so far. All right, Arsenal host West Ham. I got Arsenal three. I still don't trust our defense play at West Ham. One Pierre Emerick Aubameyang. I'm gonna second that. Oh, same score? Yeah, yeah. Not a shutout? No. was closer than me last time. You all said full. I don't think West Ham's going to go two straight weeks with zero goals. We'll see. They look pretty shambolic, mate. Uh, Southampton hosting Tottenham. Here's my shock pick of the what week. What is it? Who's Tottenham? Southampton is hosting oh. them. Shock pick of the week. Southampton one, Tottenham one. Harry Kane's my goal scorer. Um, I'm going to go with Tottenham 2, Southampton 1, and Harry Kane. Okay. Newcastle hosting Brighton in a match that I think... Will be better than people. Th- I mean, I think that'll be a good match. Uh, call me f- goofy. I'm going to wake up at eight on Sunday to watch this if I can. I got Newcastle one, Brighton one. Callum Wilson will score. I got two two Neil Mopay. 
Oh, fuck that dude, man. Come on. He's just, he takes their pens. Chelsea, Liverpool. I, God, I wish – I don't like this 10-30. It should be 10. Yeah. Because the NFL starts at 12, so I get really mad. Chelsea um, at home. So the game's in London. Yeah. I got Chelsea 1, Liverpool 2, Sadio Mane. I've got – I think Mane will score this week because he did not score last week. I like – And he well, scores on the road. See, it depends who starts for Chelsea. You know, who's healthy, who's match fit. But I'll go – Oof, I want to say 2-2, but I'll go 3-2 Liverpool. And I'll say Salah. Okay. Uh, Leicester-Burnley. I got It's at Leicester-Burnley playing their first match of the season. We got Leicester 2, Burnley 1, Jamie Vardy. I like a 1-1 draw and uh, Vardy. Okay. Your boys playing their first match of the season, Aston Villa. Yeah. Almost Sheffield. Coming off a big league win against Burton, by the way. Burton. Uh, is that Juan Pierre? Juan Pierre is on the Pierre. TV? Struggling like Juan Pierre. Sorry, I had to mention that. Um, those that know, know. Uh, Aston Villa hosting Sheffield in their opener. Sheffield, to me, didn't show enough. I'm going with Villa 2, Sheffield nothing. And the goal scorer, my boy, yeah. Ollie Watkins. The wow, new guy. new guy. I'm going to go with Villa 1, Sheffield nil. I think Sheffield's going to struggle, struggle uh, a lot moving forward. But I think their defense is great, which is why I only have Bill scoring one. I'll go with my, my boy, Jack Grealish. I knew you'd pick that. Signing a new contract today, so sh- yeah. uh, shout out Jack Grealish. And he said he was 50-50 up until two days ago, whether yeah. he was going to leave or stay. And uh, he said the owner called him, FaceTimed him, and after extensive talks said the club is moving the direction he wants, which makes you think, you know. We'll see. Yeah. yeah it we'll looks like they're going to be spending a lot if they can stay up this season. Yeah. Or he has a good feeling about this squad, which we'll see. Yeah. Uh, the last game, a good one, Wolves-Man City, and I'm pretty sure Wolves swept Man City last season. Yes, they did. I don't think they'll fully sweep them, but I got Wolves 1, Man City 1, because it's in the it's in the Molino. The Wolves are tough defense, and I, they have City's number, Raul, the goal. I, like, I don't know who's going to play for City. Let's yeah, be I like I like City to win this 3-1. to one. Okay. Um, someone that's really matured over the years um, – is Raheem Sterling, and I okay. think he'll get on the board. All right. I think so, he'll have a great season this year. So there are picks. And what are your thoughts on, what, six or seven of these games exclusively being on Peacock? I'm not a fan of this. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's bullshit. Peacock can go fucking do one. I just hate how the Premier League is doing this. They tease us, you know, with, with this NBC Sports. You could Remember the first year you could go online and just watch any game you want? Yeah. And yeah. then they bring in All gold. Up. And now, the year after gold, they're Tears. bringing in... Is it two? two? We had two years. Oh, ago. okay. Two years now. I mean, that's still that's not a long time. Now it's something called Peacock. Yeah, bro. That's NBC, mate. That's, that's on wild, and bro. That's on NBC. Come um, on, man. We just want to watch the games, bro. Right? Yeah, I agree. Uh, so that there's that. Also, last little tidbit before I, I guess I didn't mention it. and I don't know why. Yesterday, Arsenal signed Pierre. Uh, I almost said Emil Emrick Aubameyang to a three year extension. I think you mentioned so it earlier, Zad. No, I didn't. Uh-huh. I think we were talking about them, though. No. Oh. I guarantee you I didn't know. Oh? I, I okay. only sent it in a group chat because uh, oh. of the video. The video was amazing. Um, wants to be a, a legend. Uh, Is he too old to be trying to be a legend, though? I don't, I don't – not if he not if he brings them good things in the next three years. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think so. All right. Um, I mean, so far your legends have delivered a Premier League title. Yeah. So that's – I mean, he's – I mean, but the project, there's a, there is a timeline. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. Uh, let's go to the comments. Uh, the first comment is uh, you had to listen to the last episode. Uh, 
Um, Steve said, guys, Jeff just sent me this film of his trip into nature. It's pretty neat, and it's uh, an episode of Nature Walk. Um, so just check out that clip. It's, it's pretty funny. Jeff then said, you're not Canadian. You don't understand nature. Stick to not eating ketchup as your spiritual wisdom. Steve said, not eating ketchup. You missed the mark here, Jeff. I'm from Michigan. Remember, you're still high from last night. So uh, good little banter from these lads again. Uh, Shout out Michigan, by the way. For what reason? Shout out to my boy Nick. Okay. Um, <clears throat> on top of it, you wrote what Jeff yeah. envisions Nathan Ake doing the city's defense, and it's some lad throwing, what, a water bottle into a fire, and it just stops? Yeah. So we didn't see Nathan Ake this week. No. Nope. So we'll, we'll find out, I guess, later who's right there. Um, then Jeff sent something and said, Steve is excited for the return of his rec soccer league in Naperville. He's practicing hard, as you can see, and he pretty much sent us porn of a guy getting kicked in the nuts. That was wild, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how that's still... See, how do I get suspended for, te- for telling the lines to KYS, and Jeff is sending us porn? Porn, essentially. <laughs> um, that's wild, though. I'm pretty sure uh, I got that DM from in the DMs from, from <laughs> Jeff as well. So Hopefully you didn't open it up at so school or something. I opened it up here okay. in my house, right. uh, in my apartment. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, on top of it, um, yeah, Steve said, I think I've seen this video. I think the film is called Footloose. Uh, he also retweeted Men in Blazers and said, live look into Ashton's brain right now. It says, just 37, it says in a half, but 37 after the game was over. More games until title glory, Arsenal fans believe. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, that's funny, I'm not quite there yet, but I'm in the, um, hopefully they can challenge for top four, but I still think at best right now they're fifth or sixth. Uh, I have to see a little more. Um, also, Steve mentioned that Jeff leaves for his uh, nature trip, and all of a sudden, COVID clears up. Coincidence? I think not. So is Jeff Paris COVID? Jeff Paris, are you COVID? <laughs> That's what Steve claims. You know, I mean, wow, it's wild. Yeah, it is. It's a it's a big statement. But um, as you said earlier, Nikhil, sorry lads, just listening to a month's worth of pods. Not sure what happened, but we're glad to have you back, Nikhil. He said, bummed about missing the draft, but hashtag I'm back. So we'll find a way to get you involved again soon. Yeah. Um, obviously, you can still make these picks. Yeah. And win it. Win it. Come back and win it, you know. Um, he also made predictions, which I'll get to in a second. But before I get to that, Steve said uh, – Jeff. he quoted Jeff on saying that VVD is trash. And then the next minute picks him as the only Liverpool player on his fantasy team. Guess who no one has on their fantasy team? Fucking Laporte. Yeah. Including Jeff. Actually, Jeff... Oh, he does have Laporte. Sorry, on the bench? Laporte's on his bench. Yeah, because he wasn't playing. Oh. But he's saying no one else has Laporte. Yeah. So Jeff does have Laporte, but he also does have Van Dyke. So what are your thoughts? Van Dyke scored? Yeah. But I'm just saying in terms of what he mentioned earlier. Uh, you know what? Hater, I mean, I... I think if you truly think VVD is bad, then you got to screw loose, bro. So Palace and Bournemouth played each other in the League Cup. Have you seen this stat yet? Brian sent this to us. The pens? He texted it to me. Yeah, the pens are wild. Please tweet us. Uh, Not exactly an inspiring performance from either keeper in this League Cup match. Just to give you guys an idea, as you guys know that everyone on the team takes a pen, or they take five. If it's even, you keep going, right? They went through ten penalties each with every player making it. So the goalies made zero saves. Then as your 11th kick, the goalies have to take it, right? Right. Asmir Begovic missed it for Palace. Wayne Hennessy had a chance to win 
uh, or sorry, Begovic missed it for Bournemouth. Yeah, Hennessy had a chance to win it for Palace. Right, he missed, and uh, you know it went on that I think Milivojevic missed his second attempt. Mm-hmm. But the goalies, bad showing, mate. They gave up all goals and didn't even score on their own shot. That that one I thought was an awesome fact. Uh, so a few people gave us their picks because remember we missed the golden boot pick. Right. Um, so Brian says that Pierre Emerick Aubameyang is his golden boot winner. And here's Nikhil's take. Let's see how how we all feel. His top four, I guess, in this order: to Liverpool, Man City, Chelsea, United. I think that's pretty close to what the general consensus was. Relegation, Fulham, West Brom, which is common, and Villa. Thoughts? Um, it could happen. Okay. It could. Golden Boot Mo Salah, who's, it's looking good already. Although, did he make this pick after the game? What time was the tweet set up? <laughs> yeah, it was. Mate, this guy got a head start. This it was sent in the PM, yeah. <laughs> he has got a head start. Yeah, mate, that's... Yeah, you got a head start, lad. Nikhil, I don't know if we can count that. <laughs> surprise package leads, surprise player of the year, Hamas Rodriguez. Again, this after that match. But, you know, you might have said that before. And a great uh, he's back moment from Steve about Nikhil. Good stuff there. Um, yeah, that's it for comments. Although I do want to mention, remember we all picked teams in the draft? Yeah. I'll give you a score update. Um, I've got a little Excel sheet that I have to create for it, but this week it was pretty easy to score it manually. Uh, I lead the way with nine points. Uh, for me, the winners were Liverpool. Where, where's my where's the damn thing at? Hold on, let me pull the sheet up. Liverpool, Newcastle, and Leicester all won for me. West Brom, the only losers. You and Brian both have six points from your matches. Um, you had wins from Chelsea and Everton, your top two picks. Losses from Leeds and West Ham, your bottom two picks, but your third Leeds pick, Leeds, good. looks good. Yeah. And on Brian's front, first pick, Arsenal, <clears throat> winning. Thank you. And Aston Villa, his third pick, winning. His second pick, Tottenham, not as hot. And Palace also lost. Um, Jeff has three points, uh, with um, Wolves being the only team that won. Sheffield and Fulham lost. Although in his defense, Man U did not play, so he had one team not play. And Steve, zero points in the first week. But... Two of Steve's teams, his first two draft picks, didn't play. Oh, okay. Burnley and Man City didn't play. Southampton and Brighton lose. Uh, so, again, if your teams didn't play, it's okay. They'll make it up. So, no draws. Did you notice that there were no draws? No way. It's, it's unreal, isn't it? It's crazy. Um, I do want to mention a couple things about those teams uh, real quick. Again, that was the Mount Rushmore we did, you know, in lieu of actually uh, having one. People made comments on who they thought would win. Steve actually said, I think Arjen's got the best chance. He likes your group of teams. I might have to agree with him because your third pick of Leeds looks good. I think that along with my pick of Leicester as the third teams are solid. Brian, imagine drafting fifth in a four-team race. And he smacks his head. He, apparently, he's not happy with his uh, draft position. I think the top four will be pretty close. Then a massive drop-off. Bitch. Uh, and 5th through 12th will be all be close. Then you get back to my next picks at 15, 16, who will have similar points to 17 through 20. He goes, yeah, I'm fucked. And I said, uh, when Arsenal do it madness, I don't want to hear it from you, Brian. And it stands. Even though I do agree there is a top four. But the top four that we always pick at the beginning of the year, never, it never pans out like that. You know, there's going to be one, I think, of those teams that disappoints people. But uh, that's, you know, that's that. Um, our own Mount Rushmore. We'll do it next time. I promise. We'll be back. There's a, a bit of a time crunch this week with things, right? You'd say you've got your... You want to do, do Chicago sports teams real quick? No. 
Oh, come no, no, on. no, mate. We save it for another. Wait, there's only a, a handful. I know, and I'm not picking the Chicago Sky. Mate, you <laughs> might have to. All right, fine. wait, wait. You might be getting canceled after that comment. Why would I be getting canceled? I don't care for the W. Mate, if I'm getting suspended on Twitter, you're getting right, canceled. Let's for do that. it then. Okay, let's do it. Chicago sports teams. Jesus Christ. All right. Um, whoever won the last Mount Rushmore, which we don't know. Oh, we have to go all you the way did. back. You probably did. No, actually, you're I think if we go all the way back. To the last one, um, where was it? Was it because last time we did the teams that didn't count? There wasn't a Mount Rushmore there, so we're gonna go Chicago. Oh, now is it current or all time? While we it's just all time, all time Chicago sports teams, all like so how they look in in the long grand scheme of things. It could just be just you just gotta pick a team. Okay, I think you won the last. Okay, the last one. I don't have it here, but I know. I'll, I'll let you go first. I know. Wait, what? I want you to go first. Okay, let me just double check that you won. Um, yeah, you did. It was when we picked um, fat people. Oh, okay. and you had fifty six percent of the vote, nine forty four. Thanks to Brian not liking my calf pick. Okay, uh, Chicago sports teams. You go first. I, you know, I have to go with the one that pulled the historic feat of two three peats. Uh, I know the Bulls have sucked for twenty years. Okay. They've been really trash. But again, if we're looking at all time, they had the greatest player of all time. And they did a feat again at the time that was, you know, not unheard of, but two separate three-peats with different rosters. Impressive as hell to me. I'm going to go with the Chicago Bulls. Okay. Um, so again, I, let me let me put this on the record. I'm a White Sox fan. Yeah. But when I think of sports, I want to think of iconic teams with – look, you come to Chicago and you go to these games and there's no way you have a bad time. So I'm going to go with the Chicago Blackhawks, mm-hmm. one, and two, the Chicago Cubs. Those, yeah. are my, those are my next two picks. Yep. I had a feeling it would go this, this direction. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, then I have two picks of my own, right? And I'm going to have to go with the last two major teams. That Well, major thinking like, you know, big market and not terribly sucking the last 10, 15 years. Uh, I'll have to take the uh, Bears. Chicago Bears are, you know. No matter how bad they are, the guy, the fans come out. Okay. They get excited. Uh, I know you're boycotting them until Trubisky's out, but you know, hey, that's a team that when they win, I think again the city's going to go bananas, like they did for all the other championships, I guess. But but something about the Bears winning will be, I think, special. It's a big football city and something they're not divided in. And with the other pick, I'm going to have to go with the upstart, a team that's the second best team in the league right now. Yeah. I've had plenty of fun attending their events. <laughs> Bless you. COVID. Uh, yep. I'm screwed. I'm going to go with the Chicago White Sox. They're, they look great right now. Their playoff run in 05 was one of the most dominating playoff runs in history. They only lost one game on their way to winning the world series. They swept the final, you know, the final series there um, with only losing, I think one game in the championship series to the angels. Yes. They, they have had trouble with attendance, uh, but I think of the remaining Chicago teams, they're the best. And, and again, they're the most exciting Chicago team. You might call it hot seat right now. Yeah. At this time, you can argue they're the most exciting Chicago team. And please do watch them in the playoffs. I know you will, but I'm telling the listeners because they're fun. Yeah. So I've only missed two White Sox teams this year. Yeah. And we've got them on right now as we speak. Yeah. So. Unfortunately, they're done. Giolito gave a home run. Okay. Yeah, it's okay. So, so early. So I guess I got two picks. Yep. Um... <laughs> I'll take the Chicago Fire yes. for a soccer podcast. Um, look, great time to go to the games. Still, yeah, um, it is. they just moved us to um, 
Soldier Field. So it'll be interesting what the environment is there. But look, they're back in the heart of the city. Um, it's our soccer team. Yeah. It's, it's Chicago soccer team. Um, oof, this is a tough one. So, so between the sky uh-huh. and what's the other team? <laughs> the Red Stars. Yes. I'm going to go with the Rockford Ice Hogs. <laughs> That's not a Chicago team. Oh, come on. Pretty much are. All right. I'm going to put that down. Um, I'm not picking the Wolves because they don't feed into the they don't feed into the Blackhawks. So okay, in my opinion, interesting. The, <laughs> you picked against the Sky. <laughs> no, nothing against them. I just rather watch a Rockford Ice Hogs okay. game. <laughs> okay, okay. It's and not me. They feed into the Blackhawks. So that's <laughs> exactly <reason>. okay. Um, <laughs> so yeah, those are my four. Oh my god! Well, I got to pick. It's between the Sky and the Red Stars. I could, you know, I honest. Okay, this is gonna sound. Hey, bad. Chicago Wolves are considered a team. Uh, fuck them. They're, they feed to the Vegas Knights. That's what I'm saying. Okay, you're gonna. You're gonna, every, you're gonna think I'm bad, and I promise I really did want to pick the Red Stars because fuck, I mean the Sky, I don't care much about. The Red Stars at least have some players that are cool. I um, was classmates with Zoe Goralski. Shout out Zoe Goralski. And, and you're gonna laugh, and people are gonna make fun of it. But I don't know if you've heard of him. I think they have sick a sick logo, sick jerseys, and they even briefly had Carlos Zambrano. I'm gonna go with the Chicago Dogs. Oh no! <laughs> They're a um, you know. Oh, could I forget about the Chicago they're Dogs? You, they're um, I don't know what league they're in. Let me look it up. But they're, they're, they're hot dogs. Yeah, it's a hot dog logo. <laughs> they're in the independent <laughs> professional uh, league, or they're an independent professional team out of Rosemont, Illinois, and they began playing in 2018. So if you don't remember, you know they're new. But man, I, what I love about them, that logo in their jerseys, I just love it. I freaking yeah, love it. So it's a good, good uni. I'm gonna go with Chicago Dogs. Shout out Red Stars. That was the, my pick. But had you taken Dogs, but you took the which right, is wild right, considering right. from our building you could see where the Chicago Sky play. Yep. And Red and Stars. no, and the uh, Paul. Yeah. We could have said college teams. Oh, I didn't but, think about it. But like, who? I know. It's what not. Gonna say? I would have picked the Red Stars over the college teams of Chicago. I mean, you don't really count Northwestern as one, do you? No. Okay. So I would have picked the Red Stars next. I mean, my next pick is Red Stars. Sky would fall behind um, the Schaumburg wow. training facility. Wow. <laughs> you know, so, so what were the, what were the, the White Sox and their... Uh... I wouldn't even call them minor leaguers. Like, they're provisional. Yeah. I don't know. It's <laughs> wild. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'd say that's a good competition we got there. That was fun. So, yeah, let us know what you think. I know you guys aren't all Chicago people, but you could obviously most of you know the teams. You might not know our last picks, but, <laughs> hey, it was fun stuff. I think we're going to get a little backlash for not putting the Red Stars on there from the or, community. Or, yeah. <laughs> um, but let's just wait and see what people say. I think it'll drive uh, comments up, and that's what we like to see, uh, which, funny enough, leads us to what I think some people will call us. Um, I believe. Hey, called. I've been called every name under the sun, so <laughs> hit me with it. I think people are going to call us nonces, which brings us to this week's uh, to see who won nonce of the week. Um, before we announce ours, we only had three, and a lot of people voted um, for this one. Fifty-six percent picked me because of the recording last week. Yeah, twenty-five percent went with Foden and Greenwood, and nineteen percent picked <laughs> Yaya Torre for bringing. Um, prostitutes to a world global soccer event, which so. gained my respect. So, <laughs> how did that have less votes than Foden and Greenwood? And then both, all of them had under half of what I had. Well, Foden and Greenwood fucked up. So did I, mate. Uh, well, with that, <laughs> well, yeah. we'll go to this week's nonce of the week. Cunt, you are a nonce, fella. You're a nonce, mate. <laughs>
and we've got interesting options. Um, one of them just came in over, you know, over the weekend. Actually, you know, so there was an incident with Neymar, and, and what was this lad's name with Neymar? Some uh, Gonzalez. Yeah, some Gonzalez lad. <laughs> and I know that doesn't sound good. It's not a good start. Um, so, so they were fighting, and we could pick Gonzalez for being racist because Neymar claims that this lad said something racist to him. There were what he five, called he called Neymar a monkey. Yeah, and then there were five red cards in the Marseille and PSG match. Yeah, I recall. That that would be nonce enough, but you got to hear this one. Uh, French Football Federation President Noël Le Great, uh, I hope I got that right. Someone in France, let me know. I think we have one listener there. Um, he said the following. He spoke with BFM Business, don't know what the hell that is, and addressed Neymar's accusation that he was the target of a racial, racial slur from Alvaro Gonzalez, that's his name, during PSG's Sunday defeat to Marseille. Here's what he said. This is quoted from this lad. When a black guy scores a goal, the whole stadium is on its feet. This phenomenon of racism in sport, and in football in particular, does not exist at all or barely exists. And so he just said that it's a match day that the entirety of France had anticipation for. It just went badly. The behavior of the players was not exemplary. We deplore that. It's a shame. They were not able to keep their cool nor give the show that we were expecting. But, again, let's highlight, he said that the phenomenon of racism... In sport and in football, does not exist at all or barely exists. And this is a guy that's not listening to a star player. Yeah. That cl- and I don't think Neymar would have just said that. I, like, he doesn't come off to me as a guy that's like, I'm just going to claim this guy was racist. Um, does he come off to you like that, though? Well, so the guy called him a monkey. Right. And I believe I believe Neymar. Right. I don't think he would have reacted like that if the guy called him something else. I don't know. Unless do you think, do you think Neymar's sister, that's a different story. Why? What's wrong with his sister? You know how Neymar always takes off on his sister's uh, birthday. <laughs> Cheeky. Cheeky. <laughs> um, you know, something tells me that the, the guy didn't say it, mean it in like a racist term. Okay. Uh, what? Neymar's not No, no, how? <laughs> Wait, how is that in, not a racist How term? is it racist? What do you mean? That's a race. You call someone that that is racist. Why? If you, it doesn't matter what race but you are, Namor, if you, if you anyone, call you like a an animal of sorts, you're being racist. That's not racist. It is. If I say Namor looks like a monkey, that's racist. Yes. Why? What if he looks like a monkey? Oh my god. Gareth Bale. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> okay, there you go. I'm joking. But no, you're not. But though. Neymar is wait, wait, wait. Neymar not is though. Neymar oh, black. hold up, you're Neymar not though. Is, but Neymar's black, and that is a connotation. <laughs> Neymar's against not black. black. He is. He's he Brazilian, mate. I know, but he said his grandfather. He mentioned it. He said that his great grandfather, his grandfather. Oh, was, stop it! His my no, great he is partially black, and that is a term that has been used against those uh, that black people. So it is racist. Yes. Come on, man. Are you that's serious? Wild. You're going to tell me that's not a racist I, call Look, out? I'm going to – I, I don't serious? know if he misinterpreted it or if he's trying to justify why he acted up, but I don't man, think – How do you misinterpret that, mate? Bro, if he, if the guy really wanted to be racist, he would have said something worse. That's bad enough, I think. No? I think it is. You can't go off calling someone that. That, you know, in history, a race that has been called that is, you know, you can't do that. Because his great grandfather was no, African he's also his grandfather. He says he's partially. I mean, there's some part of him that's black. Maybe. Well, so are we. What do you mean? So are we. Did your ancestry DNA say that, mate? Never know, mate. No, it, you did it. It didn't say anything. No, we're from we're straight up Iranian and a little bit of caucus. And I should like, get the shout I out Khabib. Get, shout out Khabib because Khabib's caucus. I should get the same results then. Mine are going to be coming in soon. 
Hopefully. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Noel Legrette for being racist by saying racism doesn't exist. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, no, but that's, that's false. Yeah, that's totally false. This guy obviously doesn't watch the Italian league. Right. Then there's um, Aster Vrenchk. First of all, this guy should be announced for having so many uh, um, consonants in his last name. V-R-A-N, ready for this? C-K-X. So this and there's an X in the name. Yeah. Wild. This guy has three consonants in a row. <laughs> Not only does he have three consonants in a row, he plays in the Belgian, like, eighth division or whatever the fuck it is. Many of you have seen this clip, right? There's the one where the, the lad hits the crossbar, and it comes down to this, this guy. He's 17. He's a teenager that plays for Mechelen. He chests it down and then misses the empty net. And actually, I have a very good description of it here. Um, you guys had to have seen this, right? Everyone, and it's been, has, did, we, did, our, um, did our guy retweet that? Did our intern retweet it? Um, I don't know. So, um, Astor Vranch, uh, has produced an early and very strong candidate for miss of the season after his failed effort in Mechelen's one nil lost KV Ustende. So again, they lost one, nothing. So this goal would have meant something, uh, in Belgium's first division. Oh, wait, it was Belgium's first division. Oh, wow. It didn't look like it. With the game goalless in the 67th minute, the 17-year-old found himself gifted an open goal after a shot from his teammate struck the crossbar. After chesting the ball down, Vranch was left with the simplest of finishes, but ended up tr- tripping over, colliding with the post, and seeing the ball ultimately cleared by a scrambling defender. So that was wild. People have seen the clip. Again, I think we retweeted it. So what are your thoughts on that briefly? Um, bananas. Okay. Then there is Matt Campbell. And I know Matt Campbell's a very common name, but if you haven't heard of this Matt Campbell, that's okay. He is the Citadel punter in college football. Oh, uh, they were playing against uh, USF, and this uh, Campbell, shout out USF. Yeah, Campbell. Um, he had a punt that went negative ten yards with no return and was a touchdown. So um, the, the snap is kind of kerfuffled a bit, if you want to use a term. He quickly runs to pick it up, but he only makes things worse where he kicked it backwards in a sense, and so that's the end of that for uh, him. And then finally, the the last one. Um, you know, this goes along the lines of my boy MBS. Uh, this is what would have happened if he owned Newcastle. On the other end of it, uh, Malaga owner Sheikh Abdullah Althani, so AAT, um, a Spanish court has ruled that he and his family members have embezzled 8,518,898 euros from the club, using it on personal expenses such as luxury vehicles, real estate, furniture purchases, renovation work, private security, and ready for this? Pet maintenance. Yeah. So uh, shout out to uh, Sheikh Abdullah Al Thani, uh, Malaga owner, for pet maintenance. Eight million euros of it. Well, that's a good transfer, isn't it? <laughs> it is. So who's your early favorite for knots? My early favorite for knots is. That's a car horn just beat. It's uh, actually no. That's not just a car horn. It's uh, Mexican yeah. Independence yeah, Weekend. Yeah, they were loud last night. Yeah, to say the least. Um. Who do you have? Who's the uh, Aster Vronik? Who's that? That's the Vronch. That's the lad that missed the open net. Okay, I want his name's also bananas. I'm gonna go with him because his name's also bananas. <laughs> okay, I'll go with Noel Legrette for saying that there is no racism. Oh, okay, in yeah. soccer. He's yeah. never been to Italy. Um, <laughs> shout shout, out, shout out Jeff Paris again. <laughs> and also honorable mentions to Daniel House Jr., a Rockets forward, who had a guest in his room. Um, he has a wife and kids, so his wife wiped up all his Instagram pictures. So when he leaves the bubble to go home... Shades of Phil Foden. Yeah, but when he leaves the bubble to go home, I think um, 
Yeah. He's coming, good he's coming to an empty house. Yeah, and he got kicked out of the bubble, and his team got eliminated the next game. So it's not a good week That's for Daniel <laughs> House Jr. And he spells his name D-A-N-U-E-L. who the fuck is this guy? He also spells his name D-A-N-U-E-L. So that's wild. Um, it's just a lot of L's there for Daniel House. Yeah. And then you have Danwell? Keith, is it Danwell? Dan, it's Daniel. Then you have <laughs> Heath Stroud, who is the ref of Watford Millsborough. Yeah, boy. Yeah, so before a championship game even kicked off, he uh, came, you know, you know how the ref grabs the ball, he kissed it and violated COVID protocol, and they had to replace that ball immediately. So Keith Stroud for just being an idiot. That's honorable mention. So again, the, your choices Noel Le Great, French Football Federation president for saying racism doesn't exist in football. Astro Vranchk, yeah, boy, the Mechelen teenager in the first division of Belgian <laughs> soccer who had an awfulness and has a banana's name. Matt Campbell, the Citadel punter who kicked it negative 10 yards into his own end zone and it was caught for a touchdown by USF. And the Malaga owner, um, AAT is what I'll call him, Abdullah Al something, I don't remember off the top of my head now, um, for uh, using 8 million euros on uh, pet maintenance, Abdullah Al Thani. So you said your pick, Astro Franchk. Mine is Noel Legret. And uh, let's go to the, uh, briefly, the transfer corner. Well, there wasn't too much that occurred, mate. The only, just a lot of rumors. The only official transfer that went down since our last show, just yesterday, Emmy Martinez going from Arsenal to Aston Villa for $17 million. Yeah, boy. Bonuses that can rise up to twenty. Again, I think it's a good deal. Um, he was his contract was winding down, mm-hmm. and a lot of people say, "Well, you want two really good goalies," but he did not want to be a backup. He's been a backup for ten years. He requested to leave, and I think his good play in the last three months went from him being like a one million pound keeper to twenty. For them to make seventeen to twenty million off of that and be able to reinvest that in other positions, hopefully in this window, I think that's a good transfer for Arsenal, and I think it's a good move for Emmy Martinez. And he had a nice, heartfelt message yeah. leaving. So. Top man, Emmy Martinez. Um, Gareth Bale, there's a private plane uh, in Madrid. That's, oh, so that's, you don't have a comment on that? You're going to go straight to the uh, Well, leaders. no. I mean, it is what it is. I think you, yeah. you left it off on a good note. Okay. Um, so some rumors, yeah. Uh, Gareth Bale, rumored to go back to the Premier League. Tottenham have a private plane in Atletico as of five hours ago. Or not in Atletico. Atletico in Madrid. Okay. In Madrid. Uh-huh. Um, and his agent... Gareth Bell's agent has just signed up for an exclusive London golf club. <laughs> We're in that silly season, aren't we? Although I'm hearing it's positive. There just have to be talks between the teams. I think he wants to go back. I um, think by Monday he'll be a Tottenham player. Really? By Monday? Yeah. We'll, we'll see. It's possible. I think, I think that interview is really what pushed Real over the edge. You yeah. know, a player I, – I, me personally, I've never seen a player disrespect Real Madrid like that. Uh, so um, – yeah, I think it's going to be good, and the wages are going to be two hundred and fifty thousand pounds a week. And that's the thing. So I, that's what puts me at having it either a six or a seven of happening. Madrid's going to have to take a lot of his wages. No, God, they're not. Tottenham is they're is not. not. But then it's a free transfer. No, it's a loan. Oh well, okay, but someone still has to cover his wages. Yeah, Tottenham's going to cover the wages, There's but they can't. No way but they, they can't. Can they can't purchase them. There's no way they can cover all those wages, mate. Yeah, they can. They haven't. They haven't bought anyone. Do you know what that loan is going to be worth? Whatever price. Well, they have they've, to pay only, plus they've only they've only made salary. They've he only makes, made money. Again, we'll see what happens. They got Joe Hart, mate. They had to spend money on his ass. <laughs> what, like three dollars? Yeah, I don't know. Three dollars. <laughs> would you rather have Joe Hart or would you rather have nine bags Just, of 
flaming hot Cheetos. Nine, bla- nine bags of flaming hot Cheetos, mate. <laughs> Although go. Arsenal do need a backup, and we're looking at like Ragnar Ragnarsson or something. So isn't that the name of a guy on Vikings TV show? Probably it is actually. You oh, watch it? No, I just, I don't know. I made oh. that name up. There's a guy. He has like the same first and last name. Yeah, Ragnar um, Ragnarsson is actually a, a character in the in the movie. He's the main character in Vikings. So maybe I made that name. Yeah, up. but they're looking at an Icelandic last. Yeah, that or the last. Either that or the last kingdom. Anyway, great show. So replace Emmy Martinez. So that's a rumor. Don't there. you guys have an Academy glad? That's what I would have done. I don't know why they're doing Instead this. Of signing Ragnar Ragnar. I wouldn't have signed up Ragnar Ragnarsson, but that's what they're doing. Um, he plays for Dijon, so a lot of people making mustard jokes. A lot of mustard, yeah. yeah um, but yeah, Bale. I'll put it six or seven. Another one that I'm hearing is done. We'll see. Is the Real Madrid back Regulon Regulon? Yeah. To probably to Spurs. Man United still in. I put him to Spurs at nine out of ten. Eight and a half out of ten. Wow. I think it's going to happen. I, You know, I'll be honest with you, This though, guy's a random, bro. I'll be honest with you, though. I, I, I agree. I don't know who, who he fuck? is. I'd never heard of him. Is that bad? Because everyone's like, oh, he played back at Real Madrid. Well, I'm like, there are people that have played at Barcelona that we've never heard of. And they probably stink. So. Um, yeah. And then also Liverpool. Well, that's why. <laughs> Was it never in? Bro. You never plucked it. Me? I don't even know that was my job. I unpacked it while I was unpacking this other stuff. We're we're not using the mic. Plug it in. Okay. You, it's on your side, lad. Oh, my God. That's why the audio is so fucked. Yo. This is you being a nonce. Definitely not me being a nonce. And we've confirmed so, it. Oh, my God. Okay. It sounds so much better with it the mic in. And our episode's going to sound like dick. So now. let everyone know that this episode oh. was recorded without a mic. Jesus. And I got me. Okay, so mine was a little worse last week, but this is up there, mate, for not plugging this the mic. No, how is this on me? Bro, I, brought, I put it. I brought it here. And You're I the one that took it out. You put on the All you have to do is plug this in there. You didn't do you it. Were the, you were behind the computer. I had my – I was taking out the notes, mate. The I'm, not taking, the I'm not taking full blame for this. Oh, I am giving you That's full blame. That's a I put the to mic on me. Go ahead, set this up. I did it. You all didn't say stuff. go ahead. Stop. It's a plug in. You plug it in, mate. When I put the microphone down and you are you starting even, the recording, bro, you put the fucking you, thing in the you laptop. You even adjusted this. Yeah, because you thought, set it up again. Because I put it down. I unpacked because I don't live here. And but I thought it's you your mic. Plugged, I thought you'd plugged it in. What are you doing? <laughs> That's like, now this show okay. sounds like a nuts. This is you trying to re- this is you trying to redeem yourself. How am I redeeming week. myself? Trying to put something on me. This is on you. 100%. I took responsibility for the last. I'm not taking responsibility. How is this my responsibility? You set up the mic. You literally set I, this thing up. I put it out again. Listen, and you listen, set this up, right? Listen, listen, I put it on the table, mm-hmm. and then I had other things in You're my bag, like did. our notes and yes. our water bottle. Yeah. No, no, I did that later. Then I set those down. <laughs> then I looked through the notes and adjusted a couple things and figured, oh, in this time, he probably put the microphone in the computer. <laughs> so, And the cord was not on the desk. It was down there. So I adjusted it so that we can speak into it. And now here we are. <laughs> we were speaking into a mic that wasn't plugged And we in. still are. All right. Interesting question. <laughs> this has gone way this is, fuck sideways. This is a lot. No, I mean, it's, it's all right. It's back to the old days. Episode. It's back to the old days, boys. No, okay. Well, For this episode. Next episode, we'll have better sound But let me tell you something, That's though. That's why it sounded like ass. <laughs> How do we not think there, of there's, it? It's not ass. There's echo, again. Yeah. And it's the loud, sharp, err, you know, like shit we did. All right. <laughs> let's finish the transfer corner. Uh, Regulon, <laughs> is. Yeah. Um, here's one I got for you. Ready for this? This a is going to happen. Leicester City are in on your boy Sengiz Under, the Turkish lad, the winger at AS Roma. 
Also plays for the Turkish national team. He will be there on loan with obligation to buy. So look out for Sengiz Under, another one of those Leicester type of signings. Do you know who that lad is? No. Okay. So <laughs> with that said, <laughs> let's just move on and finish this one out. Uh, unreal. We'll have the mic for you guys next week. Um, but I will say the quality of last week's episode was mint. The interview, we're going to have to use Zoom from now on because that was mint as well. Yeah. All right. Um, mint. You're, you like that word a lot. Because it, that's what describes this microphone. Um, unfortunately, our listeners don't get it this week. Um, <laughs> I can't believe it. All right. Uh, let's go to the fantasy corner. Uh, top scores this week, Salah had 20. Gabriel uh, had 15 in his debut. Roman Isn't this Steve Stone? What do you mean? His son played in the majors. I don't know. There's okay. the, are you still looking at trivia on the TV? Again, Salah, 20. Gabriel, 15. Roman Sace, 15. And then a slew of guys with 14. Castagne for Leicester. Hendrick for Newcastle. New boys there. Reese James had 14. And William had 14. Um, top incomings, Bruno Fernandez, Kevin De Bruyne, William uh, Bamford, and Gabriel. The top outgoings, uh, Son, Werner, Alexander-Arnold, Ings, and Mane. Anyone on that uh, list, <laughs> either on that list or even off of it, that you would uh, consider, even though you're not doing fantasy? Sadio Mane. So you like Sadio Mane, even though you don't know his price. <laughs> you just get him. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to call. So, you know, in the past, I've noticed I pick players like over and over, like midfielders, forwards, defenders, like any position. So I'm going to focus on a position every week so that when we come back to defenders, you know, then something's hopefully changed in three, four weeks. Strike or goalkeeper. So, um, Arnie's watching the game. So, I'm going to go with defenders. So this week, I'll give you a little cue in. Reese James, $5 million. Not a bad price for a guy that I Friend think of the will, do a, will do a decent amount. And a guy I picked before the season started because he was only $4.5 million, James Justin of Leicester, who you made fun of, I think, last year. Not a bad not a bad price. James Justin. Yeah, $4.5 million. Where does he play? Leicester. He's also a right back. He was a top scorer this week. And I picked him up, and he was my top scorer on my team outside of Aubameyang. Um, so look for that. Next next week I'll do midfielders. So we'll do that. Um, we were hoping everyone from this would sign up for the fantasy league that we're doing with Steve in conjunction with him. Uh, hopefully we get some, some listeners from there. So if we get at least one other person aside from Steve and myself from that league to interact, yeah. I will announce those league's scores. So someone to pick up, Newcastle, this guy named Emil Kraft. That's my pick-the-click. Why would you... Why? Be ready. Are you just making someone up? He he doesn't do anything. Wait, his first name is Emil, right? Yeah. Emil? Okay, so I think you're making a joke here. Um, (laughs) No, he'll be back. And believe it or not, this is a weird order we're going in. Let's finish out with the gambling corner. The only guy that did anything in the gambling corner... Gambling corner. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I almost fucked that up. Yeah. The only guy that did anything, shout out Steve. Steve gambled big this week. So he had Liverpool minus one and a half, lost $2 there. He had Everton Moneyline, put $2 and won $640, so good bet there. He had Newcastle Moneyline, put $2, won $6, so good bet there. Uh, had Southampton Moneyline, lost 2 bucks there, and then he parlayed all of them to win big, lost $1 there in total. Steve won seven dollars and forty cents this week, so Steve is in first place at plus seven forty, and then we all have zero. So everyone, please do the gambling corner. I know 
the typical guys that do it, Steve, Brian, every once in a while, you and myself, Jeff and Nikhil, please feel free. And anyone else, again, they're, they're, I know that the link was sent out to um, the fantasy league that I'm in. So, lads, if you guys want to get in on this or make picks, the rules are this. You can spend up to $10 a week, okay? However you want to spend it. Usually, I limit it to three bets. I let Steve make all these bets because, you know, we had no one else do it. But you have three bets to use 10 bucks. Again, it doesn't matter how much money you had. You can do a max of 10, and then I count how much money you've won or lost, not how much you have in total. So if you bet 10 and you win 5, you don't have 15. You just have plus 5. So it's all plus minus system. Um, so let's go ahead and, and make our picks. Arin, do you want to go first? Yeah, sure. Um, what do you like? So right off the bat, um, so we're giving 10 bucks to bet, right, a week? Yeah, you can. I mean, it's just like last season. Yeah, so I... Tottenham. I like Tottenham against Southampton okay. plus one thirty-five. Okay. Um, I'm wagering three dollars and seventy cents to get five dollars. I think that's okay. an ECW. Uh, and then the over two and a half goals at minus one fifty-five. Which game? For Wolves and City. Oh, didn't you pick the over last time too, and it didn't hit? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> what uh, is, what's the line? Minus 155. Okay. Wager five bucks to get 325. Okay. And those are my bets. Two bets. Yeah. You like Tottenham Moneyline and Wolves. You know, I found in weeks that I make a lot of bets, it doesn't go well, but I'm doing it. Here we go. I I, want to wet the beak because I keep missing real bets through to like school stuff. So here's what I got. You're going to like this first one. I've got Aston Villa winning. Uh, They're playing what? Um, Sheffield at home. Plus 167. Did you pick them to win? Yeah, oh. plus one sixty-seven. I'm putting three bucks to win five hundred one. I've got a parlay. Yeah, I've got a, that's a, that's a good bet. Yeah, I've got a parlay of Leicester at minus one fifty-five and Arsenal at minus one ninety-three. I'm parlaying them three bucks to win four fifty-two. Uh, Arsenal plays West Ham. Leicester plays someone not good. Brighton. Uh, no, because Brighton scares me a bit. Um, where am I? Oh, they're right. My predictions are right under. I'm an idiot. I'm a dumbass. Burnley. Oh, First match for Burnley this year. I, I'm a little... I don't know. That that one, that bet's tricky. So that's the one I could see myself losing. And I'm taking leads at minus 162. $4 to win 248. So not a huge win, but that's the one I feel the most comfortable with. And that's the one I've put the most money on. Um, so there's that. Any... Uh, any other things to, to cover? I think that's it for this week. That's everything. All right. We'll have the microphone next week. Uh, please, guys, remember, uh, vote for the Mount Rushmore. Make your gambling corner picks. Make your predictions. There's a lot of stuff to do these days. Always. Uh, what else is there? Listen to our fantasy corner advice. And, again, those that are in that fantasy league I'm in, if you comment, I will I will note the standings. So is your hair only gel and water, or what's going on with that? What do you mean? Oh, wow. What's in your hair? What's the product? Uh, um, I don't know. Pomade? Not pomade. Forming uh, cream. Fiber. Fiber. That's it? Yeah. Water? Fiber. Well, I take a shower and then I dry it a little bit. It's a little damp. Little bit. Yeah. And then I, not too much though, because then it doesn't form well. And then I just throw some fiber in there. You don't uh, blow dry it? No. I, I, but when I do, it's good. I just don't have time. I just run. But when I do it, it is nice. I've done it once or twice. Nice hair, lad. Okay, <laughs> thanks. I thought it's blowing everywhere today, no? 
Yeah, it's good to have the flow. All right, there we go. And Jeff, Jeff made a comment about it last week. That's two yeah. weeks in a row. Um, with that, I guess let's uh, let's let's head out. See what happens next week, guys. Don't forget to interact. Good good shit. I don't think we missed anything. Nope. All right. So with that said, how did do Miami manage his debut yet? Uh, oh fuck. Villarreal, right? Uh, yeah, Real, yeah. Villarreal score. The Villarreal Huesca match ended with the score tied one to one. So, Unai, so let's go to the lad who's tied Huesca in his return. Back to managing one point in one match for Unai Emery. Aloha, love you guys. Go White Sox. Good evening, Alexa. Please to play uh, my favorite song. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening.